The Florida Panthers find a way to tie the series at two after being down 2-1. The Florida Panthers score a goal late in the third period and then win this one in overtime to tie this series at two. On this episode, live edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, I bring in Spanish play-by-play voice Octavio Sequera to talk about this 3-2 overtime win against the Washington Capitals where the Florida Panthers now have home ice back. Let's do this, guys. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to this Tuesday, May 10th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. My name is Armando Velez. I'm from pantherparkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Monoman12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. Don't forget to also follow the national show, Locked On NHL, and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. We'll be covering all the postseason activities around the National Hockey League. <laughs> well, Cats fans, what a ride. What a ride that that was. The Florida Panthers knew that today's game against the Washington Capitals was a must-win situation for the Cats. And... They found a way to pull off a win where all of us, whether it's broadcasters, people cover this team like myself, we're all in kind of a glass case of emotion going towards the latter part of the game. But the Florida Panthers find a way to pull it off. And thankfully they do. And they have home ice advantage back. That is the most important thing in all of this for the Cats. And here to talk about this, Three to two win <laughs> over the Washington Capitals. He is now his second time on the show. It is Spanish play-by-play voice Octavio Sequera. Octavio, <laughs> como te sientes? How are you feeling? Goal! <laughs> Golazo! Tomalo! I think that answers your questions, my man. I think that answers that question. I, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say, I lost my voice. I apologize. I lost my voice. With that, let's go home, baby. Hey, Goldie. All the best. But I got to tell you, it's been nerve-wracking. It's It's been nerve-wracking. I feel happy. Of course, I'm happy. I mean, optimistic. Uh, we're going back home. Uh, with The series is, is, is tied. I mean, it's back to zero. Best out of three. Uh, I, I, I mean, it's a it's a... It's not the best scenario, but it's the best that we can get now. Considering that, yes, we're happy, but we haven't been playing the way that we should. I mean, I mean that's something else. But I'm happy, I'm happy. I think, you know, there's always that win or that loss that breaks your heart. I think this could be this turnaround. This could, this could be the game, honestly. Um, We've been on the other side of the equation. Uh, game five, 2016 against the Islanders, that overtime in Florida. I want to avoid that. I don't want to bring Bill's memories back. But uh, we've been on the other side of that equation. And now we're so happy to be here 2-2 uh, 
best uh, now for the next three games. Whoever wins two, it's going to go to the second round. And I think the Panthers, they're finding their mojo. They're finding their mojo back. They're getting their grip back in the series. And, yeah, uh, let's talk about it, man, because there's a lot of talk. Mm. And Andrew Burnett at the beginning of this series, every single time the Florida Panthers would wrap up a game, he would talk about some of the nervousness that the – Panthers would be having going into these games. I mean, though there is still some experience on this team that has been to Stanley Cup Finals, one who have won in Patrick Hornquist, there's still a little bit of that inexperience for the Panthers. And man, what a way to get some of that experience in these few games. And it took a little bit to get their footing a little bit and come out flat in game one, lose that third period um, lead. Of course, defend home ice in game two. Look, um, look, strike first throughout the first punch in game three and then the the wheels blow off of the panthers and then this one possession for the panthers just thir- um 36 32 shots to 16 in, in in this game for 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 the panthers and shot attempts look at this 71 to 36 in favor of the panthers just pure domination and they were and it it, it came to the line shakeups for the for the panthers too i mean when you're down in a series going down on going on the road trying to find something, find some type of momentum. I mean, let, let's read some of the lines for people who might have missed this game. I mean, March Mar- Barkov, Giroud to start, Hubie, Bennett, uh, Carver Hagee, Duclair, Lundell, Sam Reinhardt, uh, and then the fourth line stays the same. And then the deep pairings got, got mixed with Schrott, Ekblad, Forsling, was, um, Forsling and Winger were together after some of the mistakes that Weger had um, earlier, which Weger is now on his natural side. On, on the on the defense and not and mm-hmm. Montour Gudis and all that. So it looked to work. Uh the, yeah. the Florida Panthers, they um of course with the experience that or lack thereof with Andrew Burnett, he had to find a way. And of course, towards the end, with three minutes net left, 309 to be exact, he, he pulled yeah. he took a risk with getting, took a risk. pulling the Bobrovsky out, pulling the six on five. And mm-hmm. and that the the Panthers, those two goals in the in the regulation none yeah. of them were even none of them were five on five there was a four on four and then that yeah. six on five one so they were they were generating a lot of their chances five on yeah. five don't get me wrong i yeah, mean yeah. Let, let, let's look at the let's look at the five on five numbers uh possession wise for the panthers i mean 47 shot attempts to uh to washington's 26 they were generating their chances just not getting mm-hmm. it through and andrew burnett bold as can be mixes yes. up the line Pull, pull, Sergey Bobrovsky. They, yep. Rhino gets his first goal, postseason goal ever. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta give a round of applause to Andrew Burnett on it. No, I, fabulous, I fabulous I coaching agree. job that he did today. I, I He's agree. heard the noise. I agree, definitely. And if you want to add to oh, those lists of first, it's the first time Berhegi scores a goal in, a, in an overtime of a playoff game, or as we call him in Spanish, Berhegi. Berhegi, yes, sir. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, I, I've been listening to you, and, and, and then I was just like pictured parts of the game. And it's like, well, Bobrovsky brought a flashback of uh, Roberto Longo because he was locked in. I mean, if you think about that second goal from Kuznetsov, what else c- could he do? I mean, there was nothing for him that he could have done in that second goal. I mean, he went out, he splits, he even r- rose his legs to try to, because Kuznetsov had no angle in that shot. And that was insane. So the Panthers, the possession game was there. It kind of reminds me of this uh, analogy with soccer. They were doing a lot with the Barcelona, the tiki-taka. 
it, because Barcelona always uh, possesses the ball, like pass the ball, pass the ball, pass the ball. They were like passing the puck, take the puck, pass the puck, take the puck, pass the puck. But the puck wasn't getting into the net. Um, I do agree with you when you were saying about uh, a little bit of the nervous, the nerves. I'm sorry. Uh, and the only thing, the only thing that that, that I am I'm, I'm like really worried about is the transition game. Isn't the rush? I don't think that we're uh, that the Panthers are capitalizing that. Oh, there we go. Yeah, and, and no, listen, and it's true, and it's true because you see a lot of you see a lot of like three on two. Nothing happens on three on two. Then you have, I mean, the, the, however, I want to say the first goal, of course, was two on one. Okay, we got it. We got that done. But rather than that, there was a lot of three on two. That nothing happened. Nothing paid off. And then losing the puck in the center of the of the of the of the rink was almost almost deathful for the Panthers almost almost that could have cost the game there was one play that I will say even though Hoover though now is on the news because he's, he's uh all-time leader uh in points uh in the postseason for the Panthers but that play from Uber though stealing the puck without without committing the penalty stealing that puck there that was key for me for me that was okay this is the wake-up call this is when the Panthers are gonna come and I was expecting Armando, I was expecting four goals after that after that play because I thought that Uberdo gave it all. Amazing effort, incredible effort, recovering, clean, clean recovering there. But this this one thing that is not clicking that I I'm assuming that that's gonna be talked uh, during the the video during checking whatever. But definitely, definitely, if I have to pick one MVP, it's Andrew Burnett, honestly. My that's my MVP of tonight. I'm don't, I don't want to take anything away from yeah, Brunette. I, I don't want to take I don't want to take anything away from the players, of course. I, I don't. But Brunette has been, I mean, it's such a power force on the bench. He's the one who's like motivating this these players. He's the one who's like there, he's been self-critic of the game. And actually they're he's getting they're getting the job done because Brunette is 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 igniting them to get the job done. Uh, Berhege, Berhege, of course, two goals. Reinhardt, great goal. Bobrovsky, but I tip my hat to to Brunette because definitely, definitely, today was a lot of had to do a lot of with the coaching and have the 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 ice time decision where he like, okay, you know what? Let's risk. Let's take a risk because I trust my boys. They're gonna get the job done, and actually, they did. Going back to Jonathan Huberdeau and yeah. with the. Um, your, the audio cut out, and uh, the, the, so I couldn't hear the last part of your statement. But oh, I was just saying. I'm sorry, sorry. sorry. I would, with, but with Jonathan, let's go back to you were talking mm -hmm. about Jonathan Huberdo on that on that mm -hmm. back check to yeah. Schultz. It, it was Schultz because it was Schultz. both times, yeah. both times, two times, mm -hmm. the Washington Capitals came out of the penalty box. Yes, had grade A opportunities on Sergey Bobrovsky. The first yeah. time, what you're talking about is. Jonathan Huberto just on the on a strip of Schultz and then Sergey Bobrovsky it's coming incredible. out with the with a amazing uh, left yeah. pad save on I I think it was Ferrari. Um, Ferrari, yeah. Second second period mm -hmm. and and it's just the the chances that Washington could have had as as well to probably break this open on on just those little itty bitty opportunities because when you have sixteen shots on goal for the Washington Capitals we know that they could capitalize i mean this is an experienced team that has won a stanley cup i mean just the fact that they were able to hold them to 16 shots we got to give credit to the, the defense for the panthers yeah and that's the credit that i wanted to bring back to brunette because brunette is the one that like you know what i'm gonna stick with my guys 
I remember you actually on Twitter were were like very uh, um, very on top of the ball, as we say in baseball, we were like on top of everything because you were like expecting. And there were people who was actually, they were expecting changes in the lineups. And he goes like, yeah, we consider everything, but we are going to go with what we have. I trust my guys. And, and listen, just taking Bobrovsky with more than three minutes in the game, with, with everything on the line, that just tells you how much he trusts in the defense And also in the in the in the mental strength of the of the of the team to get the job done. I, I, I mean, it sounds repetitive, but it's like that. It's very simple. It's not a cliche. Brunette sent the message. They got the message, and they get it at the end. I'm not I, like I said. I don't want to take anything away from Verhage. I don't. I think. I mean, the the, the sky's the limit right now. There's absolutely for him. I don't think there should be any more pressure. Uh, or nerves or whatever, but definitely, 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 I got to tell you that this coaching from the Panthers, it's something that it's needed for this group. They need, because they know what they have to do. I mean, you, you're not going to tell Claude Giroux what, what, what is he going to have to do in the playoff game. You're not going to tell that to Hornquist. You're not going to tell that to all these veterans. You're not going to tell that to Bobrovsky. You're not, but they need this type of coaches like, hey, We are the president traffic winners. We came back more than 25 times when we were down by two goals. We came back. We did this. A little reminder. And let me tell you something now. I think <laughs> the Panthers this year is 2-2 with a horrible power play, but and also with an Alexander Barkov that hasn't been, that hasn't been the Barkov of the regular season. And that only is, I mean, that's only going to get better. So I will say that definitely, definitely, we, we should be uh, very optimistic right now. Mm -hmm. Let's talk more about that on the other side of the break. We're going to talk more about the power play, uh, what's going on with it, some of the some of the differences that they've been doing in, in this game uh, versus the other. So we're going to talk more about that on the other side of the break. But first, we're going to tell you all about Bet Online. And our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your sports betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports development, including this year's basketball playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NLF futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Continuing on this live edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast after this game four post-game edition. I'm Armando Velez. I got Spanish play-by-play -play voice Octavio Sequera here on, on the this edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. And Octavio, I got to say that mm -hmm. me and Alex Baumgartner yesterday on the show were talking oh, about Oh, man. How, All the best how, to Alex. A great guy, about, Alex. Yeah, he's great. We were talking about how the Panthers were trying to possibly put some smoke screens out there as far as Ooh. their lines and practices. Ooh. And then all of a sudden <laughs> he throw, Andrew Burnett throws all of this back yeah. right then and there. I, I mean, yeah. how, how much, how much do you think Peter Laviolette on the other side was thrown off by this? And yes. then it just messed with his game plan. How much do you think? Uh, that's a, that's a great point. Great point. Because that's the other side of the coaching part that we maybe like, we don't notice. Okay, not just is trusting these guys, not not just is being consistent, but also 
okay, let me just make the other coach go crazy and like overthrow whatever plan he had, whatever it is that he was thinking. Because the thing is, with this team, when you have a team that scored 337 goals and then they come from game two scoring five times, but then game three, they're like shut down for some reason. Peter Laviolette is like, we got him. We got him. This is it. I mean, there's absolutely nothing they can do. Now, we found we found the formula. We got the number. And then they not only win the game in overtime, of course, but it's like you were saying, 32 shots. That's twice as, as, as the Capitals, which is something that remarkably important because it shows that the Panthers came back to the offensive consistency that they have shown in the regular season. And I know that people say, well, regular season doesn't matter. Yeah, okay, it's fine. But if you go back to what it was working, and at the same time, you surprise the other coach and, and like overthrow whatever the plan was, I think that has a huge merit. So I will say uh, uh, that's that's a great point from uh, from what you were saying. I, I definitely agree. And it's it's coming now to, okay, now Washington is going to come to the row. Again, it's going to go to a face. I don't know, Armando, you might tell me 19,000 people in, in, in Florida, probably. Around with there. Yeah, with Bubusellas and all those. I mean, the, the environment is going to be the best. I wish I could be. I was there. Uh, but I can tell you, I know that they have the experience. I know that they, they won the cup in 2018. But the Panthers got the momentum back. And I will, I will expect the Barkov, the worst version of Alexander Barkov was this. I mean, this, this past four games. I will say that. I, I, will, I, I think... The best of Barco is going to show now, and it's bad news for the Capitals because I know, and, and we, were, uh, we were here in Barco and Brunette and, and all the Panthers players talking, they're still not satisfied by the way they're playing, especially that top line. Even though, like I said, Uberdo now 19 points in the postseason, all-time leader in franchise history, it's fine, it's perfect, but they haven't clicked the way they want to, and that's coming. I, I believe that's coming because what else? I mean... If you don't get momentum back after this game, I don't know what it's going to do. I have no idea. I'm I'm in full agreement. And uh, this is a and, – and the power play unit is 0 for 13, and it's still dos y dos for, for the series. I agree. But also, it's like you said. So, it was a fight on three today. The penalty killing has been remarkable. The penalty killing was great again. Bobrovsky was amazing. Um, controlling the puck in the defensive zone was great. I will say is transitioning, and I, and I, and also uh, one thing that I was very cur- uh, curious was maybe I'm not saying this is going to happen because I mean <laughs> who am I to say this? But maybe we will see more time on the ice from Anthony Duclair, El Duque. Maybe we will see that because of that transition problems that the Panthers have shown. Maybe you need that fast guy like Verhage, like um, Reinhardt, but now Duclair. Probably, I wouldn't rule out if they put him in the first line. Honestly, I, I I wouldn't rule out because maybe the Panthers just want to try something different because they already did in Game Four and maybe for Game Five that could be some of the variants that they they, they will show. But the questions uh, are going to be there. Uh, they're going to have the, the morning practice. It's going to be a fun trip back. I'm sure that they have fun coming back home. But uh, definitely, uh, it's 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 gonna be interesting now, and definitely you have to protect home. Now, now home ice is more important than ever. Yep, and um, 
Anthony Duclair's uh, minutes were reduced uh, big time tonight. I, I did see a yeah. little bit more aggressiveness from um, Anthony Duclair in those little bit of, of, of time on ice, 948. Uh, mm -hmm. And then he was replaced on that top power play unit by uh, Mason Marchment. Uh, from what mm. what this is what I'm looking but, at on but what do you think of yeah but what do you think about Marshman there I think, well well not Marshman Eckblad excuse me Eckblad Eckblad in the in the power play but what yes. do you think about Marshman Marshman was sometimes and and do you see that was another thing oh, man it's it's we could talk for six hours but I, I'm, not, I'm not I promise I'm gonna be quick there was this play I think it was in the um, oh my god at the end of the second no like the the two thirty four left in the second period. Marshman almost committed a penalty and Brunette brought him aside and was talking to him like, hey, calm down. It was like, if people think, no, no, those things are not important. No, they're important because their emotions are going to play a factor if you don't control them. And that's what Brunette has been saying the whole time. And Marshman now is, like, as we say in Spanish, está graduando. He's, he's like, this is his graduation for, 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 for a play like, uh, like Marshman. And believe me, Having Brunette on top of him, having the, the old guard on top of him, it's going to be helpful. And I love what I saw from Brunette talking to Marshman in a best possible way, like coming, coming down and everything. I think it was that's also it's going to um, have a, a positive influence in the rest of the series. Mm -hmm. I, could, I, could also, I could also imagine why for Mason Marshman, because, uh, because uh, he, he's going to be a UFA this offseason, trying to get paid. He's like... He, no matter what happens with the Panthers this year, chances are he's going to have a payday and the Panthers are unlikely able to match whatever is offered. Mm -hmm. So he's, he's trying his best, but what, what, but great. When, whenever it comes to coaching, you have to learn how to use a certain terminology to, to calm those players down. Yes. It's not, it's not as simple as just, Hey, stop it. It's not mm -hmm. as simple as mm -hmm. that. You have to learn how to just mm -hmm. maybe, have your hands over their shoulders like mm -hmm. this, be like, <laughs> yeah. and, and just you know, and ha and just look straight into the eye and just say, relax a little bit. Hey, you're gonna get your hits. You're gonna get your opportunities, and and definitely Andrew Burnett. Andrew Burnett is definitely learned over the course of this season, and of course, the the he even said it in the press conference after. This is a, these are situations that we've been in all year. You spoke about how the Florida Panthers have come back men, um, over 25 times this season. Yeah. The exact number of that is 29. 29. So, yeah, 20, 25 when they actually have to surpass uh, um, more than two goals in the last 25 minutes of the game. So like five minutes in the, in the second period and the rest of the third period. So mm -hmm. imagine that, 29 times. That's the exact number. And it comes in terms of like comebacks. Yeah. Yeah, so... Just incredible that that every, like it's a it's another come from behind win for for the for this team and listen the the Panthers we even there was a regular season game earlier this season where the Florida mm -hmm. Panthers got a big road win in Nashville where it was a low scoring game three two is typically your ideal it's your mm -hmm. ideal type of playoff game sometimes yeah. the goals don't happen until late it's sometimes you're just frustrated because the you're getting all these opportunities to the net. And sometimes it just takes that breaking through. And this was a playoff win. You, you, it doesn't look pretty early yeah. on. It's low scoring. Your goaltender is giving you a chance to win despite not facing a lot of shots. They, 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 they found a way. And no, they found a way. And, and for them, it was crucial to find a way to win this game because 
I know the the history is not that big, but they were 0 and 2 when they're down 3 3 1 in the series. So now it's 2 2. You play it back home. They're 2 2 uh, historically when they're tied the series um, two games apiece. Uh, do you? <laughs> I said I said I didn't want to bring this <laughs> this this flashback <laughs> to the memory of our of a Panthers fan, but just to give you an idea how important game five is going to be and how important home ice is now. Last time they won game four in New York and it was a heck of a game. Came to game five with the momentum. Back then it was um, a different name. I don't know if I can say the name of the, of the, of the, of the arena <laughs> in 2016. Um, Center. Oh, you can say that. Okay. No, you know, sometimes I, I, I prefer to ask. I prefer to ask. You know, terms of sponsorship and stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> so, no, and I remember that game went to two overtime, and the Panthers were, like, caught up into the emotions. Gerard Galland, who was the coach, and Derek McKenzie was the captain of that team. Mm -hmm. Years, two years after, 2017, yeah, years after that, uh, I remember speaking with um, <clears throat> with, uh, with McKenzie, one of the interviews, and and uh, even with Al Montoya, which was the backup goalie of Roberto Longo, and they said that series was for us to to lose or for us to win. It was us. Game two, we won game two, and we thought that we were going to carry the momentum to New York in game three. That didn't happen. But then, of course, and everybody talked about how bad the referees were, which it was true, that that non-call on, on Luongo, no blowing the, the, the whistle in game six, and Tavares scoring that uh, second overtime goal. That would never happen. That happened actually in front of my our faces. We were calling the game. We were down there. It was like heartbreaking. But my point with this is, my point, and, and this is where I want to um, get to a point and maybe get your reaction, Armando, because this is the thing. This is not over at all. Washington is going to come with everything they have, with everything they've got, to try to steal the game. And it's now the Panthers' responsibility to protect it. And that is why I believe Barkov, Duclair, and maybe, maybe Joe Thornton are going to play a role now. Why mm -hmm. Thornton? It's like my dark horse. I will say because you need now veterans there to calm these kids down, to you need the old guard there. I love what, what Giroud is doing with Lundell. He's like, it's kind of like he's sitting next to him in practice and then talk to him and embraces him. It's like, it's, and I love that. I love, I love how um, Giroud went straight to Reinhardt. I'm not saying that Reinhardt is a rookie, but when they score the game, the chemistry is there. They want to win. And, but they, there's also the other side of like, okay, but we have to protect home ice. And definitely they've been in this situation before. They, they let that one slip in 2016 against the Islanders. I believe that there should be, um, I, I don't know, maybe there will be some uh, film watching of, of that series just to remind, because Ekblad was in that team, Barkov was in the team, Uberdo, Huberdo was in that team. So maybe, maybe some of that will be playing a role, the conversations into what is going to be leading uh, before game five. It's going to be important. I, like I said, I didn't want to bring that flashback, but I maybe get your reaction from how important the home ice is now. I don't think they'll necessarily play that moment. They'll maybe like discuss it for like a few minutes, maybe something along those lines. But I think, they'll, of course, they were asked after the game whether they think momentum is on their side. And 
we've seen all throughout these playoffs, I mean, we're already going to, uh, out of the five, out of the eight series that we're mm-hmm. having, I mean, on the top of my head, at least five of them are going to game sixes at least. So mm-hmm. game five is toss-ups for any any of these teams. I mean, I, I mean, I think it's thir- thir- Thursday that it's a full slate of game sixes for the whole yeah. NHL as a whole yeah. league. And and mm-hmm. a lot of and and also the the playoffs. A lot of these games have been blowouts for the most part. That's like true. I mean, look at Tampa Bay, Toronto in, in yeah. their series. None of their games have been close. Florida, yeah. Florida Washington. None, uh, like none of their games have been close ne- neither. I mean, with the exception of Game One and then blowing the lead um, late um, with with the Panthers. So mm-hmm. it's re- it really like. And the Panthers in the first ten minutes they came out flat. <laughs> and nah. They they talk about the first ten minutes how that looks, and then the, when thinking about that first ten minutes for the Panthers and how flat they were, it's like man, it's like, are are, are we going to really go through this again? And then, <laughs> and then late game situations. I mean, the first period has always been their slower period all throughout the season. Then their third period has been their their money period. Their money well. period, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. But we're going to discuss more about that the Panthers returning home and looking at the rest of the landscape all throughout the national hockey league on the other side of the break. I'm Armando Velez. I got Spanish play-by-play voice Octavio Sequera. So keep it right here on lock on Panthers. Third and final segment here on the locked on Florida Panthers podcast. I'm Armando Velez. I got Octavio Sequera, Spanish play-by-play voice and Octavio, man, we thought we spoke a little bit about it. For game five, yeah, with, with the Panthers. Um, let me check. Game five. Let, game five is a seven thirty puck drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, ESPN two, I believe. Double checking this right now. Yep, seven thirty. Yeah, seven thirty ESPN two. Mm-hmm. So it, it's man, the the stat after game three that I was listening a little bit to my counterpart Dan Homie of Locked On Capitals. He was talking about how the team that wins game three wins the series 68% of the time. 68%, yeah. So now it's all tied up. All all knotted up. They're 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 back they're back at home, a place that they've only lost seven times in the regular season. And man, what an opportunity that the Florida Panthers have in front of them. And and they I think about some of the trials and tribulations that the mm-hmm. Panthers went through. I mean the the goal that the Washington Capitals scored on the other end to make it two one, Bennett was hit up high and that wasn't called, and yeah, you could expect the you could expect the fine um, possibly on the other side for Washington, but for Washington was a big hit, and that led to a goal. And I'm just at that time I was thinking, man, it it just might not be their night, and just <laughs> man, they found a way to do it, and now that confidence. With your home crowd behind you, I know Washington is the best road team in the yeah. end of the season, mm-hmm. but man, what a difference to have the crowd at FLA Live Arena on on Wednesday night, yeah, cheering on this team, and then just man, what and I think honestly, Octavio, they talked about nerves. I think those nerves are gone. Oh yeah, though no, I I expect it. I expect that for sure. Um, I, I said it a little bit before, and, uh, and I said, listen, yeah, I know that this Washington team, besides being the best road team uh, in the NHL, I know they won the Stanley Cup in the road in 2018, and there was a lot of, like, the atmosphere back in Vegas in 2018 was incredible, and I know they're used to this. I know that. I know, that that's a given. 
but now you're two two now it's been four years four years since the last time you won the stanley cup and you have a hungry a very very hungry team that don't want to let any of these fans down none of the fans none of the panthers fan none of the gatos fan i mean it's an entire entire fan base i i'm telling you armando you know this better than myself but in the last decade, I never seen so much support from the fan base that as I'm seeing it right now uh, for the for this team of the Florida Panthers. The, the the fan base they actually think that they can win this, and they believe in the team, and they are transmitting that. I was I had a chance in one of the last games that I did uh, during the regular season to talk to Spanish fans, fans from Argentina, friends from Colombia. They were they, they live in in, in Pembroke Pines in the in the Pembroke Pikes area, and they're like, it's the best team that we can root for because we know that this team is not gonna let us down. Of course, Miami Heat is also doing great in the position. They actually they actually are one of the favorites, but with the Panthers, it's more like they they see the improvement. They think this is the year. They think this is the the group of players, and I believe that the the, the players actually. They get that from the fans. I believe that the, the, the energy from the crowd, this uh, multi-diverse of, uh, fan base that the Panthers have, one of the most diverse fan base in the whole league, I believe that that's going to play a factor. Why not? Of course. At the end of the day, they're humans. At the end of the day, they need the crowd. At the end of the day, they feed, they feed from the crowd. And like I said, game five, wow. Wow, wow, in Florida, the environment, the atmosphere, it's going to be rocking. And yes, of course, Washington, all the experience in the world, all the, the, the coldness and the ice in their veins that you can say, but they're tied and they're going to have to come now to the cave with the Panthers and we'll expect that all these players unleash, only, I'm sorry, unleash the, the potential because um, they also have experience. It's like, it's funny when, when people say, no, well, they're not a playoff team. They don't have experience in playoff. No, we, we went through that before. And of course, they, they have a lot of experience, playoff experience as well in their roster. So now they have a very loyal uh, um, fan base. And I believe that that was going to play a factor. And this is my first time saying this publicly on the podcast. Um, go, being at games one and two, I noticed one thing about right before puck drop and i noticed that a lot of people are in their seats right before the star spangled banner is playing and i'm i I just take and i'm observing looking around i'm just saying there's very few empty seats coming into with with the with i mean this is the president's trophy winning florida panthers so um that's expected i mean and, and i've also watched heat games as well i mean they're alternating days on the on the calendar and here's some context with that a little bit of course, with being, I, I've seen empty seats in the lower bowl for the Miami Heat games, but that's because downtown Miami is a harder place to drive than Sunrise. However, I'm going to give credit where credit is due, regardless of the the fans. You have put so much. You guys, if you're listening and you you have gone to game, you have gone to games one and two. I want to give you guys a lot of props for arriving to your seats on time because that is something that I've seen all all, all throughout. All throughout this, uh, the first two games uh, in, in at FLA Live Arena. So mm-hmm. kudos to you, Panther fans, on on mm-hmm. trying to on, on on getting to your seats on time and just being there from start to finish. And that place has been loud 
um, yeah. there. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll be back there for game five. So. Oh, um, thank God! At least one yeah. of us. Yes, you got to represent yeah. us, man. Come on. Yeah, they they got to <laughs> get you doing a Spanish play-by-play. Hey, man. Come on, come on now. What what are we doing here? I mean. Hey, you know what? We were undefeated, man. We were undefeated all all eight games. We were undefeated. Just not, just need that that Spanish vibration there. Come on, bringing us back. No, but <laughs> listen, all jokes aside. I gotta tell you this. This is the first time that I actually say this about because I was very disappointed uh, when the. Do you remember Game Six NBA Finals 2013? Right, everybody yeah. NBA yeah. Finals. Everybody left. They throw the ropes, and and Tim Duncan was like uh, walking all over the ropes, and everybody left. And Chris Bosh said at the time, "We need real fans." This is the first time that I actually in South Korea I've seen real real fans and it has to do with the panthers i i have nothing against the miami heat fans i believe they're also real fans they're very supportive but when it comes to the panthers it's always been like ups and down ups and down but since last year last year oh, oh this is funny actually last year i was uh covering for the for nhl.com in spanish writing an article about what it was like the floria rivalry right the i have two Two guys, one from Argentina, the other guy was from Ecuador, one with the lightning jersey, the other one with the with the with the Panthers jersey. And it was like they were debating as if it was as if it was soccer. Like their passion. No, I'm gonna kill you. No, you don't know. Tu no sabes nada. No, it was incredible, incredible. Yeah. And, and that has happened, that has happened with years, with years of suffering. And I seen now this fan, this fan base has been loyal. This fan base knows a lot about the game. They learn about the game. Last time I was in Florida, I took my son with me, and he was skating in the Panthers ice then. He was doing some some hockey drills because uh, he was doing some stuff with some of the coaches. And uh, I saw people just, like, studying the playoffs and, like, well, maybe if we get Pittsburgh in the first round, this is the stats. And it was like they, they're so into it. They're getting stats. Of course, nowadays we have a lot of more access to information in your phone. You can find everything, but um, but they're committed. And my point with that is that commitment it's gonna play a role at some point during this series, during this postseason. And I believe Game Five will be the start of that because in Game Five, the Panthers, the players, and the fan base know that this is it. We have to win. That's it. Okay, we can lose and try to go and and expect a miracle or go for the for the high row and a tough row in Washington and try to win there and come back gate seven. But that's not in the mind of everybody though. No, 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 no. you don't want to risk that. You want no. to win at home now. And I believe that's what I'm I'm looking forward to game five because I believe we're gonna see the best version of the Panthers in game five. Possible best version of the power play, possible best version of Alexander Barkov. You said it yes. earlier about those yep. two. Yep. We could see we could see that very well. Unleash. Yep. Unleash. In game, five, in game five. And who knows? We could be talking about, hopefully, a 3-2 series lead after Wednesday night in at FLA Live Arena. 7.30 puck drop ESPN2. Uh, we, we will also be doing a live post game after that. But, Octavio, I want to thank you so much for coming on this episode of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, a live edition of the show. Always grateful <laughs> to be uh, be, be, be chatting with you. So thank tell you. everybody where they can follow you online. 
Thank you so much, Armando. For me, I, I like I said, I apologize. My voice was like almost disappearing after that goal. I enjoyed the game. I'm sorry. I apologize for my voice. But yes, of course, thank you. Thank no you worries. so much for having me here. Uh, and yeah, just go to Twitter. Uh, you'll see me there. O Sequera, S-E-Q-U-E-R-A, and Tomalo. People say, what is that Tomalo? Easy. Easy. I'm going to explain Easy. it. Sure. Sure version. Sure version. Every time the Panthers score, I told Dennis Potvin this back when we started doing the games. Every time the Panthers score, you'd say, take that. But in this case, it's Tomalo. Just saying. It's it's releasing. It's, it's, it's like empowering. You know what? Because we are the Panthers and you have to take this. Tomalo. Just follow, I mean, Octavio Sequeira on Twitter. And yes, definitely looking forward to listening more episodes, be in more episodes of the podcast. And why not? Why not? A long, long, long playoff run this year, this season, because you know what? It's 2-2. It's 0-0. We're back on track. Yep. And uh, I don't blame you for your voice being uh, being shot the way it is. Uh, when uh, when Sam Reinhardt scored that game-time goal, I scared my cat. And so... You know, it's okay. It's accept it's acceptable here for to, to to have that and be excited. But to finish off the show, because Octavio Sequera is on the show, gotta show this a little bit. Woo! <laughs> Vamos gatos. Vamos gatos. And hopefully for a game five win. So thank you so much, Octavio, for everything. Thank you. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to so be notified every single time. The Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark will be covering all the postseason activities around the National Hockey League. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And now make Locked On NHL your second listen. From first round matchups to each Stanley Cup kiss, Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news, opinions, and local experts every day, Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Sorry, Armando Velez with Octavio Sequera. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're your team every day. <laughs>